my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. But it wasn't working. Well, I got it first. Yeah, I'll get it next time. I'm holding the baby this time. <laughs> For now. For now. Because he likes it. Well, he does like you. You're like I one mean, of the main people he heard in the womb. So I mean, really, we just had this conversation, though, about how this kid never smiles around me. He always has this weird look on his face like, who are you and why are you here? He just has this nonchalant, like, whatever. Look on his face all the time. I don't know. I mean, I got him to smile like slightly while you were gone. Slightly. Like when I when I stood him up, he was like, "Huh, that's cool." <laughs> and then when he fell, I was like, "All right, that's that's Hold over." Us over. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like the tiniest little maybe half smile. Just wait till he's a little bit older and you stick up candy when I'm not looking. Then he'll be happy. <laughs> he probably still won't smile. He'll be like. Thanks. From, from a very young age, he's going to have that deep thanks <laughs> voice. Thanks. I just have this feeling this child's going to have a very thick, deep voice. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, probably. I could see it coming out of him. That's great. <laughs> he looks like your husband, but I have a feeling he's going to have a lot of your... Actually, no, I think he's going to have your husband's personality. Yes and No. I can see him having my stubbornness, but my husband's like, all right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, you're... Because he's very, like, nonchalant, laid back, go mm. with the flow, most of the time kind of guy. Well... I said most of the time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> I can def- I can Every time I talk that. to him, he's always in, like, a tizzy over something, so... <laughs> Yes, but are you talking to him when he's trying to get the kids to the center, leave for work, or just got home? No. Like, when do you talk to him? I don't talk to him very often at all. So, actually, most of the time, it's before you guys have a party or during the party. Okay, that's because he's getting ready for everything? I know, exactly. Like I said, I know why, <laughs> but it's just every time I see him, he's in a tizzy. You just need to come over and hang out one of these days when he's we're not doing anything. He's fine when he's drunk. He's, 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 he's fun when he's drunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, you know, last time how I brought up that whole movie that they're going to do with James Dean? Yeah. Okay. I also at work listen to, I have 26 podcasts. You know, that's 26 more than me, right? I know. Okay. Um, but I ha- I do. I have 26 podcasts on my list for me to listen to during my work week. And most, some of them are bi-weekly. Some of them only release once every, in a while. Some of them are weekly, so... Yes, there's 26 of them, but I'm not listening to all 26 in one week. But that would have been impressive if you were. Well, yes, but no. At least three or four of them, just in this past week, have done the story of James Dean and his car, Little Bastard. Nice. Three of them, though. It's like, what? Why? 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 I don't. 
maybe they heard the same thing you did and do some research on this. Let's get, let's get some more information before this new movie comes out that you were talking it's about. It's just so crazy. And then I know I listen to a lot of the same kind of podcast and most of the subject matters the same but it's like do you have to cover the same subject i'm hearing this story three times in one week so are we talking about the same thing no we are not talking about james dean you never know i could i know enough now i'm just saying like you you normally do the research and then you listen like you listen to your podcast so how funny would be if you were doing the research for that topic (laughs) and then you listen to three of them i know then i could see myself getting a text message going can we do this Thursday? I have to research. <laughs> but mm. do you have a random fact for us? Oh, I might. Maybe. See. <laughs> I might have one. Let's find out. Oh. How much do you guys love it when I try to pronounce something? I do. All right. It just makes my day. The longest place name in the world is a hill in New Zealand called... Okay, first off, oh. It's an arch in the book. It's an arch. It looks like a hill. It is in the shape of a hill. Tamawatakania Hawagao Automatayaturipukakipikimanguaharanuka Poakaiwenukatianatuahohahu. Can you say that five times fast? Let me just spell this out for you guys, and you can count how many letters this is, too. Oh. Um, hold go? on. Let me, let me figure out how I can do this. Okay. Um, how can I count this? Okay. We'll, we'll do it with calculator. With your head? No. Okay. All right. T-A-U-M-A-T-A-W-H-A-K-A. T-A-N-G-I-H-A-N-G-A-O-A-U-A-U-O-T-A-M-E-T-E-A-T-U-R-I-P-U-K-A-K-A-P-I-K-I-M-A-U-N-G-A-H-O-R-O-N-U-K-
bad luck. If yes. You do that. So we're going to talk about some sailor superstitions and lore. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Does that mean we just talk like sailors? I mean, if you want, go for it. I'll think about it. <laughs> I did my, my notes all fancy-like, and I put my sources up at the top. I see that. Why not? You're getting more organized. I'm trying. What happened to your color coding? I mean, it's color-coded. Those are blue. Those are black. It's fine. <laughs> I'm getting most of my information from... Actually, not even most of it. I'm getting it pretty evenly from all of these, but I got Wikipedia... Discoverboating.com, boaterexam.com, ybw.com, and wonderlist.co.uk. Nice. All of those places. So, yeah, I got quite a few, uh, quite a few things to talk about with these sailor superstitions. Sailors have lots of superstitions, and I mean a lot of superstitions. And some of them are weirdly off the wall that you wouldn't even think about. Like you always have to step on the boat with the left foot first? Oh, you know one. No, I'm still guessing. No, but it's actually opposite. You want to step with your right foot first. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was totally like a random That's foot. hilarious, but that's one of them. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> that's amazing. Look at you. I know things. <laughs> but again, some of them are just I'm, weird off the wall. I'm going to be honest. I was just kind of like throwing that out there like, this is kind of funny if it is one. It is one. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> so, well, the origins, again, of some of these superstitions are, are based in the risks of sailing and luck, whether it be good or bad luck. And maybe different omens that would give meaning to different, like, this is this is not a good omen. Something bad's going to happen. I'm stay home today. You know, something along those lines. But the reason that there's so many superstitions when it comes to sailing is it's an extremely dangerous job. I can believe that. Even within, like, now, in the 21st century, fishers and any kind of fishing-related workers have among the most dangerous jobs. It's the second highest rate of mortality after loggers. I can believe that. Have you ever gone sailing? Like actually no. used the sail sailing? Nope. So my grandpa, that was his passion. Uh, my grandpa passed about seven years ago. So about seven years ago, I actually got to go sailing for the first time with my uncle and my dad to dump my grandpa's ashes in the ocean. Yeah. And that was so much fun, but so much work. Like, I can't even describe how much work sailing, like, actually sailing is. I don't know by any kind of experience at all. But, you know, I watch TV. <laughs> all right, do you know, you know what an albatross is? Vaguely, but why don't you refresh my memory? An albatross is a bird. It very much resembles a seagull. But is it black? It's, no, it's white. It resembles a seagull. <coughs> I'm sorry, how many black seagulls do you know? I think there's one in the Harry Potter series. <laughs> no, an albatross is white. Looks like a seagull, but it's giant. Okay. It is the largest seagull ever. That's what an albatross is. It's huge. For sailors, killing an albatross is extremely, extremely bad luck. Because of this superstition... There actually is a well-known poem called The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, where the entire poem is about the sailor who killed an albatross. 
Do you have this poem for us? I can find this poem for us. It's a long poem, but I can read a little bit of it. All right, I'll read at least I'll read the part of the poem where he kills the albatross. Mind you, this is in part the end of part one. Yeah, this is the end of part one. This is actually a very long poem. It's best if maybe you find it. You can find people reading it on YouTube. Okay. And it's actually really good. If you have the right narrator, it, it's a really, it's really cool poem. I have heard it quite a few times because of podcasts. <laughs> At length did cross an albatross through the fog it came. As if it had been a Christian soul, we hailed it in God's name. It ate the food it near had eats and round and round it flew the ice did split with a thunder fit the helmsman steered us through a good south wind sprung up behind the albatross did follow and every day for food or play came to the mariner's hollow in mist or cloud on mist or shroud it perched for a vespers nine Alls all the night through fog smoke white glimmered the white moon shine God save thee, ancient mariner, from the fiends that plague thee thus. Why lookest thou so with my crossbow? I shot the albatross. Nice. Ah. I'm surprised I was able to read that. You did pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> no, this poem is, it's an, it's an old poem. It was written around 1797. So it's pretty old. Back when they could write? Yeah, back when they could write. <laughs> but it's old. Um, the author was Samuel Taylor Coleridge. He wrote a pretty epic poem about an a-, a mariner killing a albatross. It is bad luck to kill an albatross because the albatross was thought to carry the souls of dead sailors. So obviously if you kill one, you're releasing those dead souls. Now your boat is haunted. Exactly. So it's bad luck. But it is good luck if you see one. So don't, if you see one, it's good, but don't kill it. Feed it. Feed it. Exactly. Don't poke it. <laughs> one thing that is considered bad is, oddly enough, bananas. Why bananas? Let me tell you, there's I mean, quite a few things. I guess I could think, you know, if it's a group of a whole bunch of guys and you got a banana, you got, you're going to have that one guy <laughs> that just has to eat the banana that way. It's <laughs> just saying. a thing. It is a thing, but, you know. No, but bananas, and it's funny because, you know, way back in the day, your major shipping, you're going to be shipping it on ships. Yeah. That's why they called it shipping. shipping. Exactly. Because it's on ships. Dun, dun, dun. Ah. (laughs) So, obviously, you had to get the bananas to where they were going. Somehow, they were going to be going on ships. So, why? Why is it a bad thing to have bananas on a ship? Well, the monkeys. (laughs) Monkeys. All the monkeys are coming onto the ship, and that's no good for anybody. It's going to be a heyday. Poop everywhere. It's not good. No. <laughs> so there's, you said bananas, and on his outfit, there's... Anyway, so bananas spoil really quickly. I can believe that. I buy a pick of bananas, I put it on my table, and like three days later, I'm throwing them away. Yeah. And since <sighs> bananas spoil so quickly, 
the people transporting them had to get the bananas to their destination much quicker. Well, since they had to go faster, unfortunately, fishermen never caught anything while bananas were on board because they were moving so fast. So they starved. So that that was bad luck. Also, bananas, if stored in the hole, there's heat and bananas would ferment, causing deadly toxic fumes. Interesting. So that's also not great. Gee, Heather, how'd your husband die? Oh, he died by fumes of banana. (laughs) Banana fumes. (laughs) There's one more reason, possibly why bananas are not great. Are they a bad omen? Well, what could possibly hide inside of a banana? A bug or an eight-legged bug? An eight-legged bug. Some spiders. The spiders are cute. Yes, but where these bananas came from in much tropical weather are more deadly spiders. Is that how we got those deadly spiders in America? Probably. bananas? Probably from the bananas. I hate bananas now. (laughs) I never liked them anyways. The spiders would hide inside the bananas and then would, if the bananas were handled by the crewmen, possibly a spider would come out of the banana. Banana. The banana. Bite the crewmen and where the crewmen would die. And then you would have a zombie. And it, well, and that, most of the time, if it's that lethal of a, of a spider, the crew member would die very suddenly without maybe knowing why he died. Oh, you know why there's bad toxins with the bananas? No. Because the crewman got bit by the spider and died, and then they put the dead body next to the bananas, and the decomposing body next to the banana juices made toxic fumes. Yeah, that's... Sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that they would store a dead body with Not the Not right next to the bananas, but like, you know, the, the hole next to it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. They just threw it overboard, I guess. I don't, I don't I would know. Just, I'd just throw it overboard. I'm just saying. Whatever. Anyway, so many uh, sailors believe ban- bananas are bad luck and continue even to this day to avoid any kind of bananas on their ship. Even avoid smelling suntan lotion that happens to smell like bananas. So no banana bread for these sailors. No bananas. No bananas. No bananas. No bananas. I don't like bananas, so I'm okay with this. I'm okay with bananas. But ever since I got pregnant with my first son, bananas, like, leave a peppery taste in my mouth. That's weird. Like, the first, like, five bites of banana is fine. But if I try to eat a whole banana, I feel like I'm having an allergic reaction to it. That's weird. I know, I'm, but I'm weird. We don't. You are, you are weird. I mean, I just don't like bananas. I don't like the taste. I mean, I like banana and peanut butter. I like that banana and peanut butter Never had sandwich. It. Oh, so good. That's the only thing I like banana wise. Anyway, so no banana bread for you for Christmas. No, black. The color black obviously is not great because black is the color of death. I love the color black. I do too. It goes with everything. Having a priest on board was a very unlucky thing to do. Because then they normally wear mostly black. They wear all black. Also, the white little thing on their neck. Sure, but they're they're wearing mostly black. Also, priests conduct funerals. Therefore, you're just calling out to everybody, okay, we got a priest on board, you might as well just die. Priest on board, wearing black. Come on, who's first? Grab the banana. (laughs) Grab the banana. There's a spider in it. Yeah. 
Also, if you have a black travel bag, try not to get on a boat. Because, you know, again, black death. Or purposely book a uh, cruise and then wear nothing but black and see how many people you freak out. I've done that. I've worn black on a cruise. And I don't know if the same rules apply on a cruise. Still a boat. They're still sailing. Yeah, I don't know. But see... And, and you'll see later why I don't think cruise ships apply. What do you do before you launch a ship or a boat? You hit the head. With? You, do you know what a head is? It, no, that's... No. Before <laughs> you launch it. No, not before <laughs> you get on one. Before you launch a ship. Before the ships first run out onto the ocean. What do you do? I would assume... You would do a functions check on the boat to make sure everything's working. No. And then you would lift up the anchor so you could move. No. Do you get on board? I mean, I know you've seen this in movies and such. (laughs) What you do with a bottle of champagne. Oh, you pop the champagne bottle. No, you hit, you hit the boat with the champagne (laughs) bottle. Okay. You don't watch movies or anything. No, I don't. No. I thought you this. <laughs> I thought she was bringing a boat. Okay, I'm going to go to the head. No. In the bathroom. No. Okay, so you want to board it. And then you want to make sure everything works. Not what you, you do. What do you do to the vessel? <laughs> Before it's maiden voyage. All right. Apparently, you break a champagne bottle over you, it. You hit it with a champagne Wow, this did not set up right. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but did you expect anything else? I expected you to know this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh. You did pick a subject I know very little about. Yeah, you know more than I do. Really? You sail more than I do. I've got one time. You. That's more than me. <laughs> anyway, so before the maiden voyage of any ship... A bottle of champagne is smashed against the bow. And if it doesn't break, you're screwed. It's bad luck. What if you hit it and then it doesn't break, so you hit it like four more times until it's smashed? No, bad luck. It has to be the first time. So you need to have Hulk do it. So, well, it's a very old tradition, and it was said to be done by the Greeks and the Vikings, and they had their own different versions of it. But yes, you have to break. A bottle over the bow of the ship before it sails, or else it's bad. Now, is this before it sails the very first time? Yes, the maiden voyage, the very first time. After your functions check, people. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Taryn. I bet you'll appreciate this one. Unfortunately, redheads are very unlucky. I, you know, I can believe that. <laughs> they don't have a soul. <laughs> no. I views of Taryn are not the views of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to like, back up what I'm saying. Yes, the ongoing joke is that redheads do not have souls. But a really good friend of mine is a redhead, and my husband's best friend is a redhead. And their daughter, who's also a redhead, is adorable. So, you may have souls, you may not. I don't know. It's just fun to pick on you. Well... Don't go sailing with any of them. Why not? Because it's their bad luck. <laughs> well, apparently the one time I went sailing, we all messed up anyway, because some of us were wearing black. Oh, no. Taryn, it was for my grandpa's funeral. Well, you could have worn, like, navy blue. I wore a purple jacket. I wasn't the one in black. 
Well, then you're fine, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Well, your ship, the ship didn't capsize or anything, so you're fine. No. It's fine. <laughs> Redheads were unlucky, so sailors always tended to shun them. Possibility is maybe redheads were considered to have fiery personalities. Or no soul. <laughs> soul. But the bad luck can be averted. You have to speak to the redhead before they speak to you. If you do that, you're safe. So then I'll always be safe because I feel like I talk to everybody first. Well, hopefully they can't go, hey, Taryn, and you can't go, hey, afterwards because no the bad luck is now stuck to you that's it so you have to say hey first maybe that's why i don't have problems with like redheads or random people because i feel like i'm always one of the first people to say something well this is only on a ship though but still next time i go on a ship i'll just say hi to everybody first (laughs) (laughs) here's this one so stepping onto a boat with your left foot first brings bad luck for the journey ahead that's why you step on it with your right foot. Yeah, just Apparently I had that one wrong when I yes. randomly pull it out of nowhere <laughs> as a random joke to get the podcast started. <laughs> no, it was opposite. Uh, flowers are bad luck. Why are flowers bad luck? Because you use flowers in funerals. But they smell, you also use flowers for weddings. Yeah, you also use them in funerals. And weddings. Well, we and are birthdays. not talking about weddings, so. I'm just saying, flowers can be used more than for dead things. Uh, you should not say certain things. You should never say goodbye. No, it's always see you next time. And you should also never say the word drowned. Because, you know. That's kind of like being, at a, like, I'm not a nurse, but being a nurse or a first responder and say, oh, it's being such a quiet night. Mm, yes, exactly. And it's just like the same thing when I'm at work and people go, oh, the phones haven't been busy. Why did you say that? The other one is... Oh, I might actually get lunch today. <laughs> no, no, you're not getting no. lunch today. No, these this is just jinxing. You can't ever do that. No. Uh, killing a dolphin is considered bad luck. That's because they're so smart and they're so pretty. And they're, they're free. They're free and pretty. Yes. And smart. They're and one of the smartest they are. fish. I think they're smarter than humans, actually. Well, you know, there's some monkeys that are smarter than humans. There are some. That's true. (laughs) Dolphins have their own language. Yes, that's fantastic. You should not whistle. Isn't it because if you whistle, it's calling the pirates? No, you're whistling up a storm. Oh, I guess I could see that too. So putting your lips together and blowing while you're standing on a boat will stir up the wind and therefore the seas. Good thing we're not on a boat. (laughs) I'm not getting on a boat with Taryn. She's going to forget about this podcast. We're going to get on a boat, and I'm going to be wearing black, and I'm going to whistle, and we're going to just have some fun with this. Here's the thing is, I probably will also be wearing black, and I won't think about it, because that's my go-to color. That's because it goes with everything. Pink, black. Red, black. Black. Yellow, black. Gray, black. The only thing that doesn't go with black is navy blue. And black. Well, I guess, yeah, you can have different colors of black. Yeah. That's true. All right, so remember when I said... Changing the name of a ship is bad luck. That's what you said. This is it. Don't change the name of the ship. You never, ever, 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 ever do this. Never, ever, 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 ever. You have to do a renaming ceremony if you ever want to change the name of a ship. It's very painstaking. You have to do it. The reason 
is the ship has has its name and it started its journey it's have it has its own life you can't like just change your name like taryn we can't just change your name to kathy well i did change my name we can't change your name to kathy no i changed my last name no but that's not the same thing but it is no it's not because you can't just go from being taryn to being kathy i can i will do it no you have to have a ceremony poseidon keeps record of every vessel's name Okay. So you have to do a certain ritual to remove that name from his book and from his memory. Okay. Then I got a question for you. Okay. In the movie Forrest Gump. Sure. They had a whole bunch of Jennies. They did have a bunch of Jennies? What happens if, like, they want to change the name from Jenny to something else, but there's already a whole bunch of Jennies. How do they know which Jenny's being changed? He knows. Poseidon, he's a god. You never know. He's a god. He knows. Maybe he's drunk on sea salt. (laughs) No. He's built up an immunity. He's fine. Also, you can... We're moving on. Just don't rename your ships. And if you do, there's a whole huge thing that you have to do. Do you also have to break champagne on it again? Yes. It would then... Because you're starting its life anew. I feel like that's just a waste of champagne. It's not. You get the cheap stuff. Okay. You can get a good $6 champagne. Yeah, if you mix it with enough orange juice or apple cider. <laughs> apple ciders. Yeah. yeah. Either way, it's got to be a glass bottle. It could even just be wine. So, looking back once a ship has left port is a sign of bad luck. It shows that you are not ready for the rigors of the sea. That's another reason why you don't say goodbye. Exactly. You can't look back. It's not good. I don't have a reasoning for the next few it just is what it is. <laughs> I didn't have enough time to look it up, so. Some of those look kind of odd. You cannot lose a mop or bucket overboard. I don't know why. This just sounds funny. Just, I don't know why. So, you cannot cut your hair or nails at sea. I'd be screwed. I cut my nails, like, weekly. Shouldn't do it. Why? It's bad luck. Why? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Maybe because Poseidon doesn't like toenails? Maybe. this one kind of makes sense you should not cross an area where another ship has sunk well that makes a little bit of a sense that makes sense but if you think about it you don't know where all ships have sunk uh but i mean i guess it's something different if it's unknowing but if you know a ship has sunk there obviously you avoid the area well yeah that that makes sense yeah I don't understand this one. Naming a ship with a word ending in an A apparently is bad luck in some areas. What words end in area? Dana. Dana. Maybe Dana's just, you know, bad luck. Maybe Maybe she's just crazy. She'd be crazy. (laughs) She'd be crazy. (laughs) A shark following the ship is bad luck. Well, yeah, they're looking for easy praise. And the, the reasoning is death is inevitable. Because, you know, a shark following, it's a harbinger of death, I guess. Oh, here's another one. Opening a tin can from the bottom. That is also bad luck. Personally, the only time you'd open it from the bottom is when the top is too dense to get the can opener. You know, so you just flip it over. Shouldn't do that. It's bad luck. Again, then I'm screwed. Can't do it on a ship. (laughs) Good thing you don't have to do these on land or something. Taryn, this is fine. This is all fine. You don't have to do any of these. Do you know why? What's this no woman over... 
No women should ever be on board of a ship. Women bring bad luck. We suck. You know what? <laughs> you know why they say that? Well, I mean, we do suck, but <laughs> rephrase that. <laughs> why a guy must have wrote that? Why? Because, and I'm not being sexist here. Please do. Women are the stronger sex. I, I agree with that. For many reasons. Yes. I, I'm a little biased, but... It's because you're a woman. <laughs> I know. <laughs> think, about, think about it. What do women have to do to have kids? Oh, man. That sucks. Just a kid. Just to produce life, we got to go through a whole bunch of pain. We do. We get a cold, we keep going. A guy gets a cold, he's on the couch for a week. It's like... It's the end of the world. There's And there's so many other examples on why women are so much stronger than men. And a lot of men out there, especially way back when, couldn't handle strong-willed women. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it was a bad omen to have a woman on board. Because, you know... Sure. She'll rule the ship. I like, I like your reasoning. That's not why sailors do it, though. Darn. They say that women are bad luck because women are distraction. They are distraction. They are distracting them from their duties at sea. And this kind of behavior angers the seas and would take their revenge out on the ship. You know why women are distracting? Because we sexy. Well, besides the fact that we sexy. <laughs> why? Because the men say that they can't do their job because women are distracting. Are weak-minded. I agree. I agree with that 100% too. I always, I always believed that. You know, the stupid um, dress codes at schools. Oh, those people used to piss me off. Oh, they pissed me off hardcore too. Just because I'm a woman, I'm not allowed to wear a tank top because it'll distract a boy. So at my school. Why don't you teach your boy to not look at my tank top bare shoulder? I, I, at my school, you were allowed to wear tank tops, but they had to be three fingers wide. Yep. That's how mine was. And I had very small hands in high school. I did not. And so I used to do the three fingers. My mom would make sure it was the three fingers. And I would go to high school. And I had a teacher that tried to get me to go home. Mm. And he goes, it's not three fingers. And he brings his big burly hand out, you know, to measure. My mom was standing right there. And his three fingers took up the majority of my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And then me being me pulled out the policies and procedures for the school. And then say, whose fingers? It just Mm -hmm. said, Three fingers. Yeah, it doesn't say whose fingers. So, I used to get into a lot of trouble with policies in mm. my school. I went to school in a skirt, which I never did. I was not a super girly girl, but I had a skirt and I wanted to wear it because it was cute. Okay. And it was that whole thing you had to have your, you know, arms down and it had to be past your fingertips. Yeah. I went into school. I was not the only girl wearing the same exact skirt. I saw other girls wearing the same skirt. It was a very popular skirt, apparently. It was pretty. It was very pretty. (laughs) I was the only one out of all those girls to get stopped. And it was, of course, a male. And he wasn't even a teacher. He was some kind of an authority person at school, though. And he stopped me. And I said, it goes past my fingertips. He goes, you need to change. It goes past my fingertips. You need to change. And I said, All these other girls are passing by with the exact same skirt on and you're not stopping any of them. The only reason you're stopping me is because I'm a thicker girl. Tangent done. Back on board. Not us, though, because we're women. (laughs) (laughs) So women on board were bad luck. But here's the 
naked women on board were completely welcome. Okay, so a, a, a dressed woman was too distracting, but a naked woman was okay. Yeah, naked woman was fine. Because naked women calmed the sea. So Wow. This is why when you see in one of those old ships, it had a figurehead of a topless woman. No, it's just because they wanted to look at the tatas. <laughs> like, let's be no. real here. <laughs> well, she was always facing towards the sea, so the sea had a better look at the tatas. <laughs> so it calmed the seas. <laughs> it calmed the seas or it calmed the seas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there are many days you should never start sailing. Any days that end in Y? <laughs> no, because Sundays were always a good day to set sail. Sundays were? Sundays were a great day. Okay. You should not set sail on Fridays. Obviously, Fridays are unlucky days. We I just would, we let's, let's this. set sail. We're gonna go on we're gonna go sailing, Heather. We're gonna be two dressed women. <laughs> Going sailing, and we're going to leave Friday the 13th. Oh, no. Wearing black. Wearing black. We have to step on with our left feet. We will do this. <laughs> we can do this. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Thursdays are another bad sailing day because it is Thor's day. But Thor is awesome. Thor is also the god of thunders and storms. True. But so. he likes lightning, and lightning's so pretty. Well, it is, but he brings storms, and it's never good to start your voyage on a Thursday. You also should not go on a voyage the first Monday in April. Supposedly, that's the day Cain killed Abel. Huh. And you should also not set sail the second Monday in August. That day was the day the kingdoms of Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed. Does it say anything about, like, you know, the first day in April? No. Just the first Monday in April. Huh. You could go on, on on April Fool's Day as long as it's not on a Monday. Interesting. I did that. Ah, here's a saying. This is a saying that is said by sailors. Red sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky in morning, sailors take warning. They actually have that in nursery rhyme books for kids. Do they? I've read that to my son multiple times. Really? Mm -hmm. I never heard of that. That's great. I'll send you a picture of it from my nursery book. Yeah. Nursery rhyme book. Yeah, that's great. No, it's slightly different. It's red, at, red sky at night, sailor's delight, red sky in the morning, sailor's warning. Okay. Not well, sailor's take warning. It, it's close But enough. still, it's, close it enough. is a nursery rhyme that's in kids' books. I didn't know that. Hmm. Well, this is a saying for sailors, and it actually is kind of true for meteorological reasons okay so when the sky is red at sunset there is high pressure and stable air are approaching from the west but at dawn if the sky is red it indicates approaching rain and possibly stormy seas interesting i know that's actually kind of cool it is so so there are a few things that actually bring good luck at the seas yeah like mondays no not mondays <laughs> Black cats. Cats are actually, black cats are normally a bad thing, but on ships, they're good. That's because they catch all the mice that carry the diseases. Exactly. They hunt rats, they invade the ships, and, you know, they're just good to have around. They're fluffy. Good kitties. Yeah. They have a few other things, so you should obviously always have a cat on board. If you ever throw the cats off the boat into the open sea. <laughs> they threw the pussy overboard. They threw the pussy overboard. So if that ever happens, supposedly 
cats have a certain magic in their tails. So if they're ever thrown overboard, all they have to do is flip their tail a little bit and they can conjure a storm. Interesting. So don't piss off the cat. Dolphin swimming with the ship is good luck. Hence why it's bad luck to kill a dolphin. Hmm. Um, it is good luck to start a voyage the day after you get a haircut. Because they take so long and it's bad luck to cut your hair on it. Exactly. And then there's one last thing I want to talk Wait, about. The I, that's the thing I want to talk about. I have to go up. Many, many sailors have tattoos. What kind of tattoos do they have, Heather? Well, they believe that certain symbols would help them when facing certain events in life. Like so, a compass? Like a compass. Yes, that is one of the symbols. My grandpa, actually, my other grandpa, who was also in the Navy, had a compass tattoo. Really? Well, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, we'll go over it. I got things to read. All right. Hold on. <laughs> All right, so sailors were obviously at the constant mercy of the elements. So because of the chaotic world and they couldn't do anything about it, they they had to feel like they were in some kind of control. So they would get tattoos to represent maybe certain religious things or to, you know, appease the angry gods that caused the storms and all that. That also explained why my grandpa had a half-naked girl on her arm. That's Exactly. Talking Gotta have something to look at. Well, he put it right here on his muscles, so when he black she danced. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> the images of a pig and a hen were good luck. Both animals are not capable of swimming. But they believed that God would look down upon, you know, the animals in the water, seeing that, oh, they can't swim, and he'd take pity on them and place them on land. Obviously, in reality, we know that most of the smaller livestock aboard ships, if the ship wrecked, the wooden crates would float <laughs> so those animals would survive. If you got a, if a sailor would get a tattoo of a pig or a hen, that would be considered good luck to help them float. <laughs> if they, they were ever in a shipwreck. Yes. Uh, the North Star is another thing, or a compass. That's well, because it's leading in the direction you need to go. Exactly. So it would help them find his or her way home. Uh, by the 19th century, 90% of all U.S. Navy sailors had tattoos. I can believe that. 90%. I mean, I have tattoos. I don't have any that would have to do with sailing, but I have them. I have a tattoo. It has nothing to do with sailing, but I do have a tattoo. But, no, my grandpa was in the Navy, and then he joined the Marine Corps, and then he finished out his career in the Army, and he had several tattoos. One was a naked lady on his arm, <laughs> and then on his other arm, he did have a compass. Yeah, then that, that would be the Navy coming in. Yep. Yep. Uh, the anchor is a commonly used sailor tattoo. It is supposed to prevent a sailor from floating away from the ship should he fall overboard. See, I figured it would, like, anchor him to his loved one. So no matter where he goes, he's always anchored back to her. See, that's a, that's a really sweet one. But, you know, if you're a sailor, you're married to the sea. That's because taking your woman <laughs> on board is bad luck. Exactly. Unless she's naked. Unless she's naked. say <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, wow. <laughs> Another common one is the words hold fast tattooed on the knuckles. 
having those tattooed on your knuckles would prevent a sailor from falling from the ship. You know, hold fast. There are still quite a few more, I'm sure. Oh, here's one. This is fun. It's called the, um, the line crossing ceremony. And different countries have different ceremonies. But what it is, is when you cross the equator, any new sailors on board, you have to have a ceremony for them. Because once they have crossed the equator or that line, they are now seasoned sailors. So it's a big deal. So they call that the line crossing ceremony. And I mean, people... Many people to this day still do it. Let's see here. Um, I feel like you'd be on cruises. Like, I've heard about that before. Really? Both in the Navy and, well, not that I was in the Navy, but I had friends, no. family in the Navy, <laughs> and on cruises. I've never heard of it happening on a cruise, but I've never crossed the equator. So, I don't know. Then you're not seasoned. I guess I'm not seasoned. I'm not a sailor, so. More salt. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess um, the crossing line ceremony is done in the Royal Navy, so England. The Royal Canadian Navy, the U.S. Navy, the U.S. Coast Guard, and the Marine Corps. Which is why I've heard about it. So many of the English-speaking countries do it. But there's also a picture of a Polish line-crossing ceremony. So they obviously do it in Poland as well. Yeah, so that is the whole shebang. It's a lot of interesting facts. Lots and lots of interesting facts. Of sailors and their weird superstitions. I, I like this one. This one was fun. Yeah, it was. I enjoy it. Here, tell me a joke, Taryn. <sighs> Hi, my name's Taryn. <laughs> That's your joke. <laughs> my name will be Kelly for now on. No, you can't. We have to have a name changing ceremony. My name is Kelly. <laughs> or Diana. This no, to end with no an a. not with an A. We're going to be Diana for now on. What? <laughs> she just wants the bad luck to happen to her. She's going to get into a shipwreck. I know. I'm upset too. Are you ready for this one? I'm this ready. kind of funny. Okay. Why did the coffee call the police? Why? Because it got mugged. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I should have done this one. Well, too late. That's a word of that. <laughs> you can cut one of them out. You're going to read through this whole book before we do it. There's more books. Okay. Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Why? Because if they flew over the bay, they would, they would be called... Seagulls. <laughs> because if they flew over the bay, they would be bagels. <laughs> I knew that one. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of perfect because we did, you know. We did. Water. Oh, that's funny. You know, I wanted to talk about the post that I, I posted from my company work party. I posted a picture of my, what I got as a bonus quote. Quotations. Quotations. There we go. Thank you. And it read... A donation in your name has been made to the Human Fund, Money for People. And I said I'd give a shout out to those who knew what this was from. No one, no one commented and told me what it was from. I know some people know what it's from. 
like, you know, the person who gave it to me, he knew what it was from, but he doesn't count. Sorry, dad. <laughs> but you do have to give a shout out to people that like it. I'm going to give a shout out to the people who liked it. Nobody on Twitter said anything or liked it. Hold on, hold on. I need to go like it real quick. On Twitter? No, on <laughs> okay. Facebook. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't have to shout out to me. All the people on Facebook were my family. So that would be Debbie, Barry, Virginia, now Taryn. And the people that liked it on Instagram would be Red Reed Woodworks, which is my brother-in-law's pen turning business that he does. He does more than just pens. But those pens are cool. They are really cool. Like, check it out, guys. Yeah. He's really awesome. So that's Red Reed Woodworks. We also got from Rebecca Manning on Instagram, Jennifer Karnas. Sorry, I don't know how to say her last name. And then Eric Ellers, Twister underscore rules. So I appreciate that all of you guys liked that post. And if any of you would like to know what it's from. This from a wonderful show called Seinfeld. Barry Walker knows. He says it on Facebook. Oh, yes, because he's the one who gave it to me. (laughs) So I don't count him. Uh. (laughs) But please rate and review us if you would be so kind to do that, please. And you could get a hold of us if you have questions, stories of your own, anything like that on facebook or instagram or twitter and it's at fort weird pod and that's about it guys all right guys we will talk to you next time remember rate and review us if you leave a comment on any of our pages facebook instagram twitter i will read them on air also if you need to get a hold of us you can email heather yeah my email Heather at fortweirdpodcast.com And again, if you send her a message and you want it to be read on air, we'll be more than happy to do that. We would love to hear from you guys. If there's anything that you want to hear, something that you don't like, things that you love, any suggestions on how to make the podcast better, please let us know. We're always looking to improve. Always. Alright, guys. Well, I hope you have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. See you next week. Hear you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The existence of this.